0: This podcast is sponsored by Kulabula, creators of websites, animation, and digital art. To get a 10% discount, go to kulabula.com and put in the discount code meditation. Welcome to the meditation podcast. You can find all our episodes on meditationpodcast.org. I also have the Awakening podcast, the Speaking podcast, the Learn Polish podcast, and the Crypto podcast, and all can be found on Rycon.com. Today, my guest... Please welcome, Indra Windsor.
1: Uh, thank you very much for having me, Roy. No
0: problem. And I know it's gonna be interesting because I know you've visited a lot of countries, but I always prefer the guests introduce themselves rather than me reading from a script.
1: Well, introducing myself, you know, the, the, the podcaster says, well, who are you? And I say, well, I don't know. That's what I'm here to find out. But, uh, you know, I identify as a Vedic astrologer and I am 50 years on the spiritual path and I offer what I call life readings in order to help people to wake up to who they really are. The life reading includes three different modalities. Perhaps you wanna talk about those, the Enneagram of Personality, uh, Vedic Astrology and the, uh, the Wheel of Totality. And they're all designed to help us to understand our personality better in order to be able to let it go i don't help people i don't uh i'm not interested in giving you a better story the better story is no story and so i try to get people out of story okay. so how did you get into this how did i get into the life readings or how did i get into spirituality Every
0: spirituality any of this that you know what was your journey
1: so how I can't say, but uh it so happened that when I uh I'm in the United States, I'm I based in California and when I moved to California in my uh I suppose mid-twenties in uh, early in uh 1970, 1970 and uh pretty soon i discovered metaphysical bookstores or a metaphysical bookstore where uh, i had the opportunity to buy all these different kinds of books and so i bought a lot of spiritual books and i bought a lot of astrology books and started reading them and um this has been my my life ever since uh, spirituality and uh the astrology has uh i studied it for a while and then i let it go and raised a family and then when uh things changed in my life and uh then i came back to astrology when i found the enneagram i i, I found uh, astro- uh astrology i i wondered how they i feel that they work together and i was blessed to find a man who had a system to explain how to see your enneagram your personality story in astrology and uh he explained to me a system that that uh, it took me a decade to really understand and make my own. And uh, and so, yeah, 10 or 15 years ago, I um, it just intensified. I was spending winters in India there and sitting with teachers. I had already lived 20 years in an ashram in California. And uh, the astrology, uh, the teachings appeared to me uh, that I, I wasn't uh, maybe I was looking for them, but I was open. I think the most important thing is that I was open and the things that I knew that um, that I had studied, uh, they kind of realigned in ways in a simplistic way that I didn't really, that, that a lot of the, particularly astrology has a lot of rules. And I have come to realize that these rules are from the lower a lower a time and a lot of the rules hold us back. And so I looked for a way to express astrology in a, in a more conscious way. And uh, and so ideas and things uh, appeared to me. I remember my teacher said, to, I said one time, I said to my teacher, well, so-and-so, so-and-so. And he said, well, where'd you get that? And I said, well, I, I probably read it. He said, well I don't think so. I think you made it up and you know, so I couldn't tell the difference that I would read things and then I wouldn't remember it still happens I don't remember where I read it but, but all of a sudden it became part of me and. um, And then I would go forward with that, and so when I do a reading and I say to people well so and so this so and so that so and so this and they say yeah. How do you know? And so, and so I call it, a, it's a science. What I do is science and intuition. That, that the science is, while they consider uh, astrology and Enneagram, for that matter, to be pseudosciences, I find them to be observable sciences. And to me, that is, that is enough in order to, that they, that they have a, a continuity that, that seems to be true and uh and then the readings touch people deeply and so uh it's just the process that i have uh been lucky enough to be involved with
0: and you mentioned you lived in an oshwan or something like that what what exactly is that
1: so what is an ashram so an ashram is is in india there where the teacher hangs out and the community that he has around him he's he's actually the guru is actually we think of them as spiritual teachers but they're also bankers they're also uh, uh, a spiritual uh, a family counselors and and marriage counselors if in fact indians Talk about their marriage. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But the guru is is like the 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 you know the leader for everybody, and so the community around him where they live is called an ashram. Okay. Okay.
0: And with the astrology, uh, because I mean. Uh, I've been advised uh, by my mother stop talking about this, but I, I like when I learn something and I find something curious, I basically had a guy on a uh, flat Earth guy and he was explaining the world being flat and circular and everything and just looking at like the way that we've been taught, like the Earth spinning around the sun and all this, we're like, what way do you look at that, what's, do you look at it as the globe and,
1: well I yeah, I mean, you know uh, the thing is is that uh, it's amazing, Roy, we all have different purposes. I love the the community of podcasters, you know i I have to I have to take my hats off because you you put your ear to the ground and you heard podcast you know and that's not what i heard i heard be a guest on a podcast perhaps you know but i never heard do a podcast so this whole uh a uh, family of podcasters and so there's a family of people that heard flat earth and i'm not one of those i mean i i believe and disbelieve everything so you know the planets look round to me i don't see how it could work but it could all be, you know, we couldn't, we, we may not have gone to the moon, and it may all be made up, and and that's okay with me, but that doesn't mean that I have to, uh, that I have to take that into my life, uh, you know, I believe in in spirit, I believe I, I started, uh, yeah, so you asked me how I got into it, and, and so the reality was, is I remember at this point, period when i first moved to california perhaps even earlier that there was a there was a a, a, an experience that i i had where you'd walk into a room and you'd feel more than the physical plane of the room that you would feel excitement being in a crowd or you would feel energies you'd be with somebody and you'd feel more that you know whether whether at the time you felt like you knew each other from past lives or or but the point is that as soon as i felt more that was in the room then i had to be open to anything as a possibility that 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 that, uh ghosts or angels or a spiritual uh uh uh, ethereal plane or causal plane that uh, everything is possible as soon as you get beyond the linear and you open yourself to there may be more than the linear then to me anything is possible and uh, the flat earth is not particularly one of my thoughts but uh, there's people that that are probably doing very important work in that
0: yeah, no, I, I find that the more that I learn, the more I realize I don't know. And I'm just constantly, you know, reading. And I mean, I'm reading over hundred books uh, a year. And every time I'm reading something, it's like, you know, your thought oh. process, yeah. And like you've been to 56 countries, yeah.
1: Right. 56. I like to say that uh but uh, I'm in my 70s now, but in 60s and 70s, we, we realize as we sit there with the teachers in India, we realize that we know less and less, not more and more. We realize that the teachers help us to understand that we know less and less, not more. And and so yeah, so I, you don't look like you're quite that old. So congratulations. That's a, that's a teaching that will expand.
0: Well, I'm 49, and uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm I'm in no rush to to actually end. I wish I could, uh, you know, live for 500 years and just keep learning everything you know it's just unbelievable the, the knowledge that's out there You know, no. like recently I, I i read a book that was written in the 70s you know and he's talking about iv you know just to, on vitamin c into the the body and how it yeah. is and then there's people now talking about that and you're like how come this was kind of quashed like very interesting stuff that you can pick up on especially the older books i love reading something you know that's 80 years plus they tend to be yeah, so- a lot more truth in them
1: Yes, I I like them too, and the and the reason I like them is because they help you they help you to give the continuity, and um, I in fact I say that I went back to the eighteen seventies, and what I mean by that is that in the in the um, in the early seventies after after I got these books, I ended up moving to the country uh, in. Uh, uh, uh homesteading we used to call it uh, that may still be a term that's around but homesteading where you go live in the country and so at the time so we we, we uh, lived on the on some land i had uh, my wife at the time and um and we were interested in community so we had some people living with us but the idea was at the time we we didn't have when we moved to this place there wasn't any electricity and, and so, and we had gravity flow water and we had a chance to go back to I call the 1870s. When we did get a phone there in this particular area we only had the phone numbers at the time were four digits. And, uh, because it wasn't very many people and then eventually we got a seven digit phone numbers there. but. So, so we went back to the 1870s where we had absolutely nothing and we were living off of our ourselves and I bought a saw so we could cut wood by hand and that maybe it only lasted a day, maybe it only lasted an hour, it doesn't really matter. But the point was is that I felt like I went back to the 1870s and then then I then I realized that I needed an, I needed a, 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 a chainsaw, something a, a, a gas powered chainsaw and I bought a used and then that didn't work very well and then I bought a new one. But the idea was is that in going back, I think you place yourself much better in this time in the time that you're in and understand what's going on. And I do enjoy reading the some of the older books, the newer books I find. sometimes they have uh too much dissonance they have so much noise and so many theories and so many ideas and you can't really place it because they're 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 all truth but in the older books maybe this is what you find too is it's to a kind of it's simpler and um and uh and more understandable and then you and then you can read later books and you can kind of understand where things came from mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, which, with the readings, um, like you might go into that, ex- explaining how you do it, because you said you three modalities, so you might kind of touch yeah. on which one to explain a little bit.
1: OK, so uh, I like to say that the at the beginning, the readings are essence to essence that we're going to talk about personality, because that's, as I say before, that's what we have to uh, we have to undo the identification with our personality. So we have to understand who the personality is and understand that it's a story that we take on. And so the reading is essence to essence that we're gonna talk about personality, but we're not talking to the personality and we're not talking from the personality. And, And this seems to set up a good vibration that I can go really deep into people's stories, but they don't take it personal. They don't feel judgmental. They just see that the story is going on because it's all patterning. And, and I had a client at a show this weekend and I said, you do this, you do that, you're stubborn, you do this, you do that. He said, yeah, I do all of those. And I said, well, look, the, 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 the value of my telling you this isn't that I'm uh, I'm not reading you, but it's the, it's the, it's the power of the modalities is that they can tell me about you even though I didn't set this up. And his wife was sitting there and, and I said, I looked at them and I said, well, what, is that true? And she said, Absolutely. so so the the enneagram of personality is a teaching that's been around 60 years. It's a it's that there are nine personality types. these are the nine personality types that there are these are the archetypes that that, uh, that we have we need nine personality types because if we all were a social species and if we all had the same personality, not much would get done. And so we have these nine personality types and the enneagram explains, the 2,000 to 5,000-year-old Judeo-Christian tradition conditioning crappy behavior that gets passed down from generation to generation, all of the shoulds, all of the expectations, all of the needs to, needs to, and, and all of the limitations that we feel have been passed down, we, we know as a baby when we grab our foot three to six months old, we know it's a foot I mean, we don't know it's a foot and we don't know it's ours because we're before those concepts. And then when mommy says baby's blanket, then six months later, we say my book, my blanket, my mommy, the misidentification has occurred that we are a separate, that we that we that we identify with this personality of who we think we are, and so the enneagram will give us our core triggers in order to be able to let go of that story. And it's an incredible spiritual tool because it it doesn't have any bias, and it it will will uh, it'll annotate any story any of the nine stories and I believe that there are the that that one of these nine stories is at our core so then the then the vedic astrology is the strengths and weaknesses of the planets I don't I do astrology a little bit different in the sense that I really just take it to the basics it's it's the it's the energy of the particular planets that 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 the 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 weak planets the ones that are affected 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 Uh, by being in signs that they're not happy with. This is the core. uh, This is what we radiate from. These are the compulsions. These create the compulsions and the obsessions that we have. And Then the wheel of totality, I overlay the natal chart. Uh, I should say I'm a Vedic astrologer. Vedic astrology is astrology of India, and it's very similar to Western in the sense of the 12 houses and 12 signs. Uh, we, I don't use the outer planets, but the difference is that the main differences is that we cast the chart slightly differently. It's based on sidereal time or star time and it's 24 degrees difference from the Western chart. So the people who think that they're a Leo sun, I see them as being a Cancer sun. And that's where the planet, the planet actually is, is, is that when the Western astrologer says, that the hold on it's full moon in leo the chances are that the that the moon is not in leo it's actually in cancer it's 24 degrees backwards why do they say it's leo when the sun when the moon or sun isn't in leo that's just the nature of life is is that we can call something that it isn't but anyway sidereal astrology has has it to be what, what we consider to be more accurate and and both astrologies will give you information but they have a different frequency and vibration and i'm interested particularly in helping people to wake up so i want to see the core stories that are going on and that's why i use vedic astrology so the th- third modality is the wheel of totality. We overlay the natal chart onto the wheel of totality and it shows us that the place was where we have, uh, each house has awareness but if we don't have a planet there, then we don't have a native ability at that awareness. And it's at your age, at about fifty, that we are uh, open to learning our deficiencies. Why is that? Because in twenties and thirties, we're not interested in our deficiencies. We're interested in learning. We're interested in building up our ego. We're interested in 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 ignoring our deficiencies and and pushing and 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 uh, and. Um, strengthening finding a way to to uh, to fit in uh, through developing our ego but in our early 40s that isn't so interesting to us anymore because it because it doesn't work anymore because we've already had the same bad relationship five or ten times and we've all and we and we've had uh, things not work and we've had we've come up against our own lack of uh, consciousness and and so at your age thou people are are open and when i say you need to open your heart they say oh well tell me more because that's the fourth time i've heard that this week but in at 20 they're gonna say nah my heart's open i don't know what you're talking about so so those are the three modalities. I take 3 hours to or more to share uh, this uh, experience with people and I'm rather amazed that they come see me because they don't really know what's going to be and they know it's going to be intense but they come to see me because they because they they they're hurting because they, they they they've tried everything and it isn't working and I can take the 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 situation where they have no a clarity and i can bring clarity to it with these three modalities it helps to place people in this physical plane essence
0: okay. and i've heard of uh, been more star signs 13 and even more again is it do you believe in this 12 but just the different things or is there more
1: well yeah there's a 13th sign there's you know there's a, the, the western astrology is all the asteroids I just think it's it's it could all be true and it could be valuable for some people, but I find it the distraction. Mm-hmm. You know you you love uh, let's say you love classical music let's say you love rap music and let's say you love pop music but you're not going to listen to them all at the same time, are you, even though you love them. So, so the thing is, is that what has worked for me is to simplify in order to find a clarity. And and I'm not I'm not trying to prove anything I'm not trying to be anything I'm not trying to do anything. The uh, I remembered somebody said, "Well, what did you What happened when you went traveling? What happened in in uh, 1999 when you found the enneagram and you found astrology and then you started traveling and you went to India for for first time for five months not the first time in india but the first time for a long time and i what happened was is that i got this inward message to go to india and to be and not do so to be and not do to go to rishikesh and to be and not do and i hadn't really gotten messages like that before or since for that matter not in the same way but so i went to india to to be and not do and then of course i ended up doing but uh um but that brought me back so that then i could be there
0: because most people can't do that they can't kind of be in that too but with what like what you're doing you know uh, like if you look at say like the personality types the disc and all that is that the readings able to kind of help people as well in kind of what their profession is to kind of realize this is why I'm not happy that you should be more kind of saying people oriented job or whatever it be.
1: Well, yes. So I like to say, I don't do predictions. I I, I can't tell you when you're going to get married, but I can, what I can do is I can tell you, I can, I perhaps tell you why you're not married. I can tell you what you need to do in order to be married. And I like to say to the, uh, well, ladies and guys, I said, if you, if you, you know, particularly the ladies, if you want a guy, you can get a guy. It's not about getting a guy. It's about a special guy and and why is he special? He's special because he's doing his work. So how is he gonna recognize you? He's gonna recognize you because you're doing your work. And so your job, you know, your your responsibility is to do your work in order to be recognizable to this, to this. To this guy that is the one that you're waiting for. And so the answer to your question is, is I, I, I can give them some ideas about what's important, but quite often if you don't like career is the 10th house, but if you don't have a planet there, then career isn't very important to you. So I say career is not that important to you. And they say, Oh, yeah, that's right. But but I'll say, you know, yeah, I'll say, you know, perhaps you have a lot of planets in the ninth house. And so spirituality is important to you. And so, and so a spirituality can be can also be, it doesn't have to be new age spirituality. It can be whatever floats your boat. And so it could be kayaking, it could be mountain climbing, it could be crocheting. And so, and so then your job becomes something it becomes an expression of that that you that you you know I say I say to people they say well what what should I do and I say well uh you 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 know what you want to do and they say well no I don't and I say well yeah you do and they say you mean that and I say yeah that's what I mean and then they know because they go back to whether depending on how old they are you know 20s or teens or or, or 10 years old, you know they, they know what they want to do and they just have to be encouraged. And so I don't personally tell people what to do because I don't know. I don't know whether they should stay together or get together, but I do know what it is, the criteria that they're dealing with and that helps them to make the decision. That's what I do is I, I give them the framework in order for them to help them to make those decisions for themselves. Okay.
0: I'm just curious, um with what's going on in the world at the moment um like what what what's your thoughts on that because we're we're living through crazy times i mean no matter where you live it's it's there's some you know there's a shift happening i mean i i like one of my podcasts is called the awakening where you know we're just exposing a lot of the stuff going on but i'd like to know your uh, thoughts on yeah
1: so so uh somebody asked me about the great awakening and i'm not so much up on The Great Awakening, and my my wife is more, so she keeps me a little bit tabbed up. It's not something that I know particularly about, but what I told this lady, this this podcaster was is that, you know, I've been waiting for this for 50 years. I remember in 1973, uh, we realized we called it hard times were coming. And so we started buying gold and silver in 1973. And then there was the 1984 book and that things would happen in 1984. And then I had a teacher who said the polls were going to change in 1998. And then there was the millennium. And then there was the the uh, the Mayan calendar 2012 and so the thing is is that that uh, the 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 second coming of Christ we've been waiting for Jesus to appear for 2,000 years, and and so yes this is a this is a happening time I I relate more to what I what is called the yugas it's the cycle of of uh, ages as known in india they the there's four yugas the treta yuga uh, sat yuga is the highest treta yuga is the next down and then dwapara yuga and then there is uh, kali yuga which is the densest age and uh i believe that we're in dwapara yuga I, I i this is a teaching of a man who is long uh, left the body but he wrote a book in 1894 and he said that the Drapara yuga was starting and i believe this theory and he's the only one in india that says that we're in drapari yuga and it is the fact that he's the only one is not a problem to me when i line up the history what he says really lines up and i believe that we're in a different age i don't believe we're in the age of aquarius i believe that's coming a couple of hundred years ahead, but this age of the Strapari Yuga is, I believe, what people are responding to, and yes, things are changing, and things have been changing for a while, and they're going to continue to change, and I believe the chaos that we're in now, the way I understand it is that this is the, this is the ideas and the energies of Kali Yuga, the lowest age, that are uh that are dying now and um and this is the chaos i call it the the you know like it's the uh death dance of the uh, dinosaur you know like a like a i don't know how heavy they were but a 200 foot long dinosaur when it does a death dance you know imagine in your western when the guy gets shot and he you know when he staggers around a while before he finally drops this is the the death dance of the dinosaur is there's chaos and and that's what we're in now because we're getting rid of the old structure, which is greed and comparisons and judgments and and, and limitations and uh, me, you know, me, 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 and all of those ideas are dropping away. And um, and so it's chaotic because the new forms have not completely birthed. They they're they're you know they they're here because they they don't need to birth because everything is already here there's in every age there are people on every level you know uh dalai lama is not is not stuck in kali yuga he's a pretty high soul as an example and so there's people in every age there are high people and and even in the highest ages there are people who are pretty dense I, i used to talk about that when the banks closed here and when we had the depression in the 30s i'm sure there were people who were headed to the bank that morning to put their money in there's always people in different parts of the cycles and so that's that's just the nature of it and i for myself i don't get into it too much we live kind of isolated we, we live on two acres in a small town in the in the foothills in california and and while with the internet you can be everywhere anywhere but the thing is is that we're we're yeah don't buy into the outside stuff too much because it it distracts and it takes away your peace and i i remember being in um in thailand when uh, north korea and trump were going on and i was in thailand so i was pretty close there And I remember uh, saying to myself that, let them blow up the world, I don't care. I'm not gonna give, I'm not gonna lose uh, uh, peace, you know, I said my peace, but it's not my peace. Peace. I'm not going to lose peace over it. If they blow up the world, they blow up the world. If they want to be idiots, let them be idiots. But I don't want to. I don't want to get stuck in the in the thinking and in the those ideas because they're they're too limited. They're, they're they're not what I really believe. And and we can pick them up like a cold. We can pick it up like a flu. We can pick it up. But it doesn't become us. It's just something that is contained in the body. And so the idea is to is to be in it, but not of it.
0: I mean, it's like the lower vibrations, bringing negativity into your cells, which in turn makes you uh, then maybe get an illness because of your thought process.
1: Yes that's absolutely right i had a client i do location astrology where we can change you we can we can let you know how you how you do that other parts of the globe could be beneficial for you more beneficial than where you were born or where you're living right now and we we have ways of annotating this and i like this i i I like to say that uh boy i just forgot my point that the um, well, I've, I've heard of that weird. actually, that
0: bit, no, you were on about the locations that you can actually determine where somebody should be living. I've heard of people that have done that, and they're yes. delighted where they, they have been basically recommended to relocate to. yeah
1: Yeah, astrocotography and the relocation chart, it's, it's all really interesting. I just started this, I knew about it for 20, 25 years, but uh, only this year. All of a sudden, I started getting interested in it, and now I do readings with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I like I haven't been to fifty-six, but I've been to thirty-plus countries, and I just feel like I've been to Costa Rica. There's some places I just get a fantastic energy level, and I, you know, if 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 you can be guided, where is the best place for you? And you know, I, I think it's a it's a wonderful.
1: Well, it's yes, it's a, an incredible modality and it's really interesting because it's uh what I found interesting is is that it gives another depth to people's um, experiences that uh, that I, I can give in the reading is that not only can I take them through the three modalities, but I can also do the same thing with the place that they're living in terms of, in terms of what they're experiencing and what's happening and why it might be better or worse in other places. the The problem with it is is that that the moving it can sometimes there's few clients have had perfect places to live. You usually have the good with the bad that 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 this problem may be resolved, but then other energies are there that which are, which are, you know, which are just you have to look at, you know, it's not necessarily that it is not worth going there, but there there's plus and minuses everywhere. This is sort of the nature of, of the plane and like of is it 56 countries that you've been to i have been in 56 countries absolutely yes when so, I was, so where when was, I was the doing... best place
0: for energy for you
1: wow well the best place for me is probably rishikesh yeah rishikesh was uh i had my astro cartography done in 99 and they sent me they they said that rishikesh was a good place And I think that's true. People usually say, well, what's your favorite place? And I say, well, I'm not sure about favorite, but I do talk about Mongolia was an incredible place to to be at and uh, deep teachings there. And Ethiopia really touched me deeply. And I got to Ethiopia and I thought, oh my God, this is like Haiti, which was a very hard place to be in Haiti. But but Ethiopia, I come to realize that it's not that it's not there. It's already been there for a long time. Ethiopia has a uh, depth that's incredible. Uh, that uh, that it took me days to sort of uh, sink into what was actually there. I can't. I haven't gone back to. I mean, this isn't a a traveling time. So I haven't gone back with the location astrology to figure out all the different places, but but India, but not for everybody, you know. India for me is has been a a, a, a beautiful place. I've I've had the opportunity with the traveling. I've only been in the U.S. one winter since '98, except for these now these last two winters with COVID. it was only one other winter, in in twenty years. I was able to travel all over the world, and and in these in this. Uh, yeah this traveling i got to experience i experienced that uh, that people are the same everywhere nobody likes their government and 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 while you you have to have this passport to go from one border to the other on one side and the other side it's the same maybe the languages change maybe the address changes maybe the time changes but uh, the people don't really change they're kind of the same everywhere Oh, definitely
0: and like finally uh, wh- who influences you who would you be influenced over like Boda, i i, I seen some of the stuff that you've got like who, who would be the main people that you're influenced by
1: well though well, i've had teachers i've had uh, spiritual teachers uh, many of them and they've all influenced me and uh, people that I've read have influenced me. I'm, I'm particularly into this man now, David Hawkins, and uh, he's written quite a few books. He's passed now, passed on now, but uh, I come to find out in his autobiography, or, well, in his, in his books, he has a little bit of a biography, and in there at three years old, he was already realizing the, the nature of his own essence. And, uh, you know, maybe if I get to 93, maybe that will happen to me, but uh, maybe not. But uh, he's been uh, influence, and so it's more a teaching than uh, people. You know, I don't put people on pedestals. That's really dangerous, including myself. Maybe my wife. She's a big influence for me. She's a she's an important mirror for for me. We met in India. We've been together 15 years now. And um, yeah, I love Buddha. I I loved. I was in Bodh Gaya for a month where Buddha found enlightenment. Uh, At least that's the legend, and um, that's a beautiful place. And the teachers in Rishikesh, and um, even uh, everybody influences and teaches me. You know, uh, the the I've come to realize, Roy, that the the we teach the subjects we teach because that's what we need to learn and by sitting with people who are so open to be able to and hungry to be able to to not only sit with me but pay me uh, to to share with them they their attitudes and their willingness is all a teacher and so the, the the we learn in india that the poorest simplest people they they're the biggest teachers there's a there's a beggars that line the streets that i have seen for 20 years there's a blind man who sits there who you put he's got a cup and then he got his i don't know if it's his wife who's also blind who sits behind him who also sings and sits there by the bridge i mean these people are inspirational there was a a a, a man i forget what you would call it but no arms and no legs is that a paraplegic anyways he was painting with his mouth and i mean and smiley and laughing and if that doesn't touch you you know he's sitting at the other bridge on the other side they get their spots and they sit there for for years and years and years and and uh, you know these people these experiences when we're open they just teach us more than the more than the you know beautiful temple and the And the, you know, devout uh, preacher and, you know, that that reads the same every week, this isn't so inspiring that the that the moment teaches us, you know, that they uh, take my walks every day and the sun and the quiet and the trees and the you know, and dogs come over and bark and say hi, and hi, I say hi back to them. I mean, this is uh, these these little moments are the teachers. So it's it's hard to, you know, it's not so much personalities. It's it's the lack of personalities is that's what um, inspires me. I think it's uh, when we make a shift from
0: what we're aspiring to get to just being present in the moment, that's when we truly enjoy life.
1: Absolutely. That's the that's the goal is to come to the moment because in the moment, then the past and the future, it all squishes together. And it's like, did I already eat or am, or, or am I gonna eat? I can't remember, you know? Did I already read the book? Did I watch it, the the documentary, or didn't I? I can't remember. It's just, it's all, it all disappears. It just all gets squishy. And in that we disappear and then we we come into our true nature.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Indra, it's been wonderful speaking to you. So how can people get in contact with you?
1: So well, I have a website. That's a great way, Indra Rinsler. Uh, dot com. Uh, you can write me at Indra Rinsler, uh, uh at gmail.com. I, I like to give a free offer on the podcast. If you're interested in your Vedic astrology chart, send me an email with your birth date, time and place. And I'll send you back your uh, astrology, your Vedic astrology chart, and a little chart that goes along with it that will help you to understand it. So that's a, a free offer to anybody that listens to it at any time. Just write me. If you have questions, write me. If you want readings, uh, write me. I'm pretty open. I'm on Facebook. I got a, a big Facebook uh a thing going with uh, almost uh, ten thousand people, and I do do a lot of writings on there and sharings on there, and um, and other podcasts that I've been on. So if people want to connect that way, I'm happy to do that.
0: Excellent, oh, perfect, and
1: I make sure that I put uh,
0: all the links in the podcast description. So it's been wonderful. speaking sure. to you, Thank you. So that's all for the Meditation Podcast. You can find all our episodes on meditationpodcast.org. Be sure to give us a thumbs up, five star rating, share with your friends. Until next week, take care. This podcast is sponsored by Kulabula, creators of websites, animation, and digital art. To get a 10% discount, go to kulabula.com and put in the discount code meditation.